0: This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired. Semper Patriots, this is the Gunny, and you are on the Patriot Cause. Got a big show for you tonight. Not going to be that long, but the point is going to get across. Is the U.S. military woke? Is the military going down the same route as the culture in America? Going to talk to you in detail about my opinion on this wokeness of the military. Going to bring some clips to you. General Mark Miley is the joint. Chief of Staff. He's like the head honcho general in charge of all the military in the Pentagon. And he was at a hearing in the House of Representatives talking about his opinion about critical race theory and, quote, wokeness of the military. Also, Biden's military wages cultural war going to talk to you about how, which I believe, that the administration that is here today does not understand the culture of the military and how the cultural idealism of this country that we're facing today is not a good thing for the military. They do not understand this. And doesn't matter because this administration is telling them what to do. And these generals are in these high positions. And if they say anything against the administration, then therefore, they're not supporting their president. However, the job of the military is to defend the country. Not cow down to the administration. If the administration is pushing policy to the military that makes it weak towards the enemies of the country, then there's a problem. And in this administration, there is a problem. Last but not least, got a clip from Fox News. Tom Cotton is a senator from Arkansas, and he explains it in better detail. Even I can, because he was also an officer in the army and went to war in Iraq. And he understands what is happening because he was in the military and he is in the swamp of D.C. So stand by, lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way.
1: As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it, now or ever.
0: So let's get started with General Mark Miley. Joint Chief of Staff in the House of Representatives. But sitting right next to him is the Secretary of Defense, which is also an Army General that retired. Now he's a civilian, and he's in charge of the Pentagon. That's the best way to explain it, the Secretary of Defense. And they're being questioned specifically to start off with by Representative Matt Gates and he is addressing this CRT question to the Secretary of Defense, not General Mark Miley. So we got to hear from the Secretary of Defense first, and then another representative follows up with General Mark Miley. Take a listen to this.
2: How should the Department of Defense think about critical race theory? Could I make a comment? Uh, Secretary, I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm very limited on my time, General Miller. Well, I, I just want to make a comment. That the, the well, feedback, I know, but I've, I, I, a, I've a, asked the question to Secretary Austin.
1: I don't know what the, what the issue of critical race theory is and what the relevance here uh, in, with the department. We do not teach critical race theory. We don't, we don't embrace uh, critical race theory. And I think, I think that's a spurious uh, uh, conversation. I would like to yield some of my time to General Milley because I know that he had some comments that he wanted to make when Representative Gates was talking. Sure.
2: Um, First of all, on the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, But I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, And it is important that we train and we understand uh, and I want to understand white rage and I'm white and I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I wanna maintain an open mind here, and I do wanna analyze it. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, anti-bellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a Civil War and Emancipation Proclamation to change it, and we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look at I do wanna know, and I respect your service and you and I are both Green Berets, but I wanna know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that.
1: Thank you, General.
0: So what you have here is senior military individuals that are cowing down to the administration instead of telling the truth about how the military should never be indoctrinated by some cultural idea. We should be trained as military people and not worry about all this crap that the cultural has. That's what's going on. Now, I would have to say, which surprises me, that the Secretary of Defense said that they are not teaching CRT. Lie! That is a lie. I guarantee you it's a lie. I got proof from the Heritage Foundation that general officers and high command officers have had to write letters apologizing for being white and having this you know, overarching whiteness to their commands. So that's a 100% bald lie. But he is making his his little political statement. And General Miley, although he has some valid points about learning about Marxism and all that kind of stuff, okay, in education and so forth, but the issue is he... Readdresses this And says That this capital thing that happened And this mob that went into the capital And it's his job To figure out what happened And blah 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 That is crap He's a general in the army His job Is to Train the military To fight for this country Not figure out why people Attacked or Went into the Capitol building. And by the way, there was a whole lot other people there than just white people. So what in the world are these people talking about? They're military officers. Stay in your box. Train people in the military and do not bring this cultural fight into the military because it will destroy the foundations of the military. And later on the podcast, you're going to hear Tom Cotton explain why it's so important that people understand that the military is trained to fight, not trained or brainwashed to hate each other within the military because we rely on each other. It doesn't matter what color we are. So I'm going to read an article from the family research, I'm sorry, from the Epic Times by Lee Smith on June 27th, specifically about this hearing. Quote, and this is what he says, Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, General Mark Miley, says he is interested in the theory. This past week, he defended teaching critical race theory in the U.S. military academies, because he thinks our troops should understand white rage. The troops should understand white rage. He said that he himself wants to understand why the American families who send their children to serve under him are angry. That's, that's crazy. Of course we understand why they're angry. They're angry because of the policies that are infiltrated in the education system, and these people are weak. They hate America. What other explanation do you need? If they hate America and you put them in the military, are you going to change that? Just because they go to in the military and want some job and go to college? Of course not. There should be one question that every single person joining the military should absolutely have to answer, which I did. Do you support and defend the Constitution of America? If you do not believe that, you have no room in the military. Continuing on. And so he believes that it's a good thing to read books by authors like Robin DiAngelo and Ibram X, who call white Americans racist. He says it's good for the military and the country, but in fact, it's just good for Miley and the rest of the senior officer class that makes its retirement plans. And that's the truth. It is not good for the military in general to try to teach the troops that there's whiteness, white rage, and that Americans are racist. The culture may have people out there, but in the military... Virtually does not exist. I'm telling you from an experience 20 years in the Marine Corps, I had one incident that I can remember that had anything to do with racism between two Marines. Anything in my 20 year career. He also told a congressional committee that he's read Marx, but that doesn't make him a communist. I agree. He's right, but it signals his ambition. Outside of the faculty lounge of American universities, no one reads Marx because Marx is unreadable. American people don't understand Marx. This is an education thing. They just talk about this in the education system, but they have taking it to the next step. Now they're taking this Marxism in the education system and trying to put it into the culture. You could fit everyone who has read all three volumes of Marxist master work, Capital, into a small prison cell. And the reason is because there's no reason to read Marxism. You can tell people and educate them about it. But there's no reason for all these people to have to read all of this Marxism unless... You want to change their view and make a Marxist. Miley said he, reach, he reads to understand what other people might think. But people who boast of having read Marx are trying to shape what other people think about them. And that's true. It's, it's brainwashing people to think like Marxists. And if they think like Marxists, then they're going to act like Marxists, and if they act like Marxists, they can't be in the military. So how hard is that? He's addressing the kind of people who think reading Marx is part of the foundation of a well-rounded education. In America, these are the two or these are the men and women of the established left who not only coincidentally sit on boards of big corporations and decide who gets to earn a million dollar paycheck. Simply by occupying that seat on the board, saying you've read Marxist shows that you're okay even if you spent your career with an American flag on your shoulder. It's not okay to brainwash people in Marxism, even in the military. As a matter of fact, it's worse, 10 times worse, to brainwash people in Marxism in the military. That's how simple this is. This is not complex. The U.S. military's job is to train our military to fight wars, not to change their ideology to Marxism. And that's what they're doing. If they can change our U.S. military into a Marxist regime, we have absolutely no chance of recovering America as we know it today. Biden's military wages cultural war. This is from the Family Research Council, FRC, also known. Tony Perkins is the president. Now, it's an okay organization. I don't agree with everything that they have to say, but this is pretty important what he talks about. When the defense secretary, Lloyd, Austin, which we talked about, issued a stand-down order for the military to start its witch hunt for violent extremists in the ranks, that was only the first symptom. Since then, the Biden administration has subjected American men and women in uniform to a dizzying barrage of woke indoctrination. A whistleblower hotline set up by Senator Tom Cotton in Arkansas and Representative Dan Crenshaw in Texas, which, by the way, are both decorated military heroes, in my mind, has already received well over 300 serious, credible complaints from the military about teaching critical race theory and Marxist ideas. They put that out there so that the military would have a voice and not get in trouble in their command. Cotton gave a sampling of the report on Wednesday at Washington Watch, an officer told of a young cadet who did not realize the Air Force was such a racist institution when she enlisted, and she never would have enlisted if she knew that was the case. Another soldier said he was so tired of these indoctrination sessions as opposed to tactical and operational excellence that he planned to leave when his enlistment contract is up. These politically correct distractions silently corrode morale and cohesion. That's what it does. It separates the people in the military. And then when they go to war, if a person thinks that you're too white or too black or whatever your political view is, and then you get injured in the battlefield, they're not going to go rescue you like a buddy would because... They're Marxists. Many high-ranking officers are complicit in imposing this idea on our military personnel, which is true. This is why this is being boiled up, because many of the military officers going, "This is crazy. This is not our job. We're military officers. We train our people to fight battles in the military, not solve cultural war wars." in America. Cotton questioned Admiral Michael Gilladay about books on his professional reading list, which ensigns and sailors across the service take very seriously. The list included some of the seminal anti-race texts promoting notions like capitalism is essentially racist and racism is essentially capitalist. What in the world does the type of economy got to do with racist? But this is how they twist it. This is how Marxists twist this stuff. The only remedy for past discrimination is present discrimination. And the only remedy for present discrimination is future discrimination. Think about that one. And some individuals, by virtue of his or her race, are inherently... Oppressive or privileged. So, this is how it works. Just because you have a certain melatonin in your skin, you're an oppressor or you're being oppressed. Exactly what they did in China. The exact same thing. The Admiral twice refused to answer a direct question from Senator Cotton about whether he thought capitalism was racist. So the the senators are trying to get the military to understand what's happening, but because they're high on the dollar and high up in the military and attached to this administration, they're afraid to speak the truth in one way, or they're actually Marxists and they're actually racist. One or the other. So let's listen to Mark Levin interviewing Tom
1: Cotton, specifically about CRT. Welcome back, America. Senator Tom Cotton, welcome. Thank you for being here. I have a question for you, Senator. You look at history, you look at the, uh, you look at Athens, you look at the Roman Empire. They became weak from within. And then, of course, their enemies struck and they collapsed. We're only about 250 years old. We're much younger than Athens and Rome. Uh, I see communist China's on the rise. They have the intention of being the most powerful country in the face of the earth. They're spending a fortune on their military. They're extremely aggressive uh, geopolitically. Uh, and then I see in our own country, we're really not providing enough resources to the United States military. Uh, we are actually seeing some elements within our media and the Democrat Party who are really propagandists for the communist Chinese. And then I watched our top brass uh, during a hearing uh, earlier this week, embracing critical race theory. And I don't believe they even understand what critical race theory is. It's a Marxist-based theory. There's simply no doubt about that. The uh, founders of critical race theory, or critical theory, uh, they come out of this Franklin school in Berlin. They were communists. They were professors. And they brag about it. SO I, I'M JUST WONDERING, I FEEL LIKE WE'RE GETTING WEAKER FROM WITHIN, AND I'M NOT TALKING ABOUT THE uh, uh, the RANK AND FILE MILITARY, I'M TALKING ABOUT OUR LEADERSHIP. WHILE THE COMMUNIST CHINESE ARE GETTING INCREASINGLY AGGRESSIVE. I'M CONCERNED ABOUT IT. DO I HAVE REASON TO BE CONCERNED?
3: Well, MARK, I THINK WE ALWAYS HAVE REASON TO BE CONCERNED ABOUT THE FUTURE OF AMERICA. RONALD REAGAN LIKED TO SAY THAT the FUTURE WAS NEVER MORE THAN ONE GENERATION AWAY FROM EXTINCTION. Um, as you cite, we're only 250 years old compared to some of the great republics and empires of human history. I want to make sure that we thrive for another 250 years and more. That's one reason why I'm so concerned about making sure that our military is adequately funded, which the Biden uh, budget does not do. It, it cuts it in in real terms after the Biden inflation. But even if in uh, just. STRAIGHT UP DOLLARS, IT'S SO FAR BELOW WHAT THEY'RE GIVING TO SAY WELFARE PROGRAMS OR OTHER SOCIAL SPENDING PROGRAMS. THAT'S WHY I'M WORRIED ABOUT ADDING ANOTHER $4 TRILLION TO OUR DEBT COMING OUT OF A ONCE IN A CENTURY PANDEMIC, uh, ADDING PUBLIC DEBT TO THE POINT WHERE WE MIGHT NOT EVEN BE ABLE TO PAY THE DEBT OFF IF INTEREST RATES GO BACK TO NORMAL. THESE ARE VERY BIG CONSEQUENTIAL MATTERS. Now. WE HAVE IN THE AMERICAN PEOPLE A GREAT RESOURCE TO DEFEND OUR COUNTRY, TO KEEP IT PROSPEROUS AND FREE, BUT WE NEED TO HAVE CONFIDENCE IN THEM, AND I DON'T THINK ENOUGH DEMOCRATS AND OUR LEADERS IN WASHINGTON HAVE THAT CONFIDENCE IN THEM. Uh, THAT'S ONE REASON WHY I'VE BEEN SPEAKING OUT, FOR INSTANCE, IN A HEARING WITH SECRETARY LORD AUSTIN A COUPLE WEEKS AGO, TRYING TO PIN HIM DOWN ON THE FACT THAT, NO, THE MILITARY SHOULDN'T BE TEACHING CRITICAL RACE THEORY. THEY CERTAINLY SHOULDN'T BE USING IT In training sessions with frontline privates and sergeants and lieutenants, they should focus on tactics and operational excellence. The military needs to focus on real wars, not culture wars.
1: And you know, it's interesting, Senator. The military was really the first to integrate when it comes to the federal government. Uh, It's always been ahead of the curve when it comes to race and when it comes to uh, treating military personnel as individuals. I mean, every every institution has its imperfections and even its huge problems. THROUGHOUT HISTORY, BUT I'M SAYING AS PEOPLE CAME TO GRIPS WITH RACISM, THE MILITARY WAS AMONG THE FIRST INSTITUTIONS TO COME TO GRIPS WITH IT. NOW, YOU SERVED IN THE MILITARY, uh, EXTRAORDINARILY BRAVE SOLDIER, AS YOU WERE. DID YOU FIND RAMPANT WHITE SUPREMACY IN THE MILITARY WHEN YOU WERE SERVING THERE?
3: <laughs> NO, NOT AT ALL, MARK. AND YOU'RE RIGHT THAT THE MILITARY uh, WAS ONE OF THE FIRST MAJOR institutions in American society to integrate in the 1940s right alongside Major League Baseball with Jackie Robinson and those who came after him. Um, And it's been a a place for the last 70 years where Americans um, of all backgrounds, of all races, whether they're rich or poor, no matter who their parents are, can join and be judged solely on the content of their character. Not all those other factors, just on how you perform, whether you're in basic training or officer candidate school or out on the front lines in combat. You know, they had a saying when I was in the military talking about the ramp of a Bradley fighting vehicle. When the ramp drops, the BS stops. Because once that ramp drops and you deploy from your fighting vehicle to start fighting the enemy, there's no more time for talk or for boasting or anything else than judging Everyone, based solely on their performance and their skill and their bravery, and all of the soldiers with whom I served, they did not see each other as, you know, from the north or the south, black, white, Hispanic, rich, poor. They saw each other as a battle buddy, a comrade in arms, who they they were fighting alongside, and they were willing to lay down their life to save another life. That's what we should want. Everyone of our troopers to see when they look to their left and right and their front and rear. That's why it's so corrosive to try to indoctrinate our troops in the front line, as I've heard from some of these whistleblower complaints to my office with the notions of critical race theory, that somehow some races are inherently oppressive or privileged, or other races are inherently victimized or oppressed. The military, again, does not need to fight culture wars. It needs to focus on fighting real wars.
0: What Tom Cotton is saying is the truth. The military is to defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution, not the administration. The founding of the country, no matter what way the culture goes. And like they're saying, the military has a lot to do with changing the culture, like back in the 60s and started integrating the military. You know, and, and then eventually in the 70s, more women came into the military. More women got better jobs in the military. So they're always, you know, helping with the culture. But the cohesion of the military is what's important. When these people come in, you have to conform to the military and to the lifestyle and to the brotherhood and sisterhood of the military. If you do not do that and you decide to be a Marxist, then that means you're, you're automatically racist against the person next to you. It doesn't matter what color you are. If your ideology and your brain in the military is Marxist, you're going to act like it, which circumvents the training and the ethos and discipline of the military. It's impossible for us to survive as the greatest nation with the greatest military if we have even one service member with Marxist ideas. Even one will destroy the foundation of a unit going into battle because they believe in this hierarchy, racist ideas also known as communists that means they're going to put themselves especially if they're an officer at a higher platform i'm better than you even though you're a marine under my command and if you get killed in combat and you don't believe what i believe and you're not a marxist and you're not a communist well i guess it just happened not a big deal right every military person has to have the same ethos and discipline and loyalty to this country for the military to operate as it should to defend the constitution of the united states stand up show up speak up call your congressmen call your representatives email them Write a letter, whatever. Do not allow the military to continue to brainwash the minds of our great patriots that defend this country. This is the Gunny out.